right. Best stripper song, go. Well, we're listening to it right now. It's, it ain't seen nothing yet by Bachman Turner Overdrive. Is, it, is that the best stripper song, though? Well, you know, if you're a stripper with a micropenis, I think so. <laughs> right? <laughs> and you know there's one out there somewhere. That's a completely there, different point. There is some, like, degenerate billionaire out there who's, like, leaning back on his couch made out of human skin, and he's like... <laughs> Read out the ding-a-ling! And it's like some, you know, stripper with a micro-penis who has to dance to Ain't See Nothing Yet by Mokok Returner Overdrive. You know what's happening. There is some fucking degenerate, depraved billionaire out there who's making this happen as we speak. Yeah. Bridget, how about you? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Your favorite, favorite best stripper song ever now? <laughs> <laughs> something, say something on the microphone, please. Well, taking care of business would be right up there, wouldn't it? <laughs> Perfect. Live from Casa de Zelberg. This is the Daves You Know. We are the Daves You Know. You want me to be that type of dude and I want to be who you like me to but we both know I can't do nothing at Strippers are, are uh, pretty awesome, aren't they, guys? Yeah, uh, I don't know. See my fair shares, you know. Uh, Good and bad. You know, male and female. It's, it's kind of like the puppies in in like the pet store that you know, which is mostly banned now. Like, yeah, kind of cute, but also kind of sad, and like you're worried about what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. So kind of like uh, listen to this podcast every week, right? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> We're just a bunch of hang dog pups here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we're gonna throw this off the top of the, the podcast as we always do. If you like the content that uh, Martin and I and, and, and friends produce every week, um, you know, if you think you've learned a little bit more about you know Minnesota United, I, he wrote this fucking stupid cop. <laughs> uh, high quality of content and audio. I don't know about that. Uh, we try to deliver on each podcast. We do deliver on a podcast each week for the most part. Um, Hey, support our Patreon. One of the things we want to do with our Patreon, in addition to uh, helping fund our equipment, so like new mics, uh, multiple mics, so that we can have you know our, our guests uh, not be sharing a mic like we are tonight. Uh, thank you, Luke and Bridget, it's, for it's doing that. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. But you know, I, have to, I basically made out with uh, Chris Lidholm multiple times and Bruce McGuire multiple times. It's well, not the as best. As long thing. as nobody got mono, we're good. That's true. We didn't. There you go. None of us got mono. Didn't give anybody herpes. Wait, what? what? Said that? I didn't say that. That is no one said that. Um, we also want to send Luke to Belize. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about your your Belize trip. Uh, so I, I did a little quick research on on the uh, Belize Premier League. I think it is today, and apparently one team, the some I can't remember right now. The something something Bandits have won like the league for like five years in a row. Something crooked's going on here. Someone needs to go down and investigate. I think I'm the man to do it. 
So, uh, so you know, if we get you know a lot of money to Petran, uh, maybe uh, maybe I'll go to Belize and figure out what's going on. Yeah, the Petran will uh, yeah. help send you to Belize potentially. <laughs> or potentially, <maybe. laughs> well, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm coming back. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. Here's here's the dark agenda item. This is the way to get the, the Petran will yeah. help you pay, currently pay your divorce fees. <laughs> Or uh, your wife's divorce fees, I don't know which one. Uh, maybe some expedition fees if uh, Luke goes uh, all uh, crazy wild in uh, Belize and, you know, Isn't that what that sorts the, uh, yeah. What, yeah. Yeah, he was like yeah. batshit crazy. Have you, seen the, have you seen that on Netflix, like Gringo or whatever? No, but oh, like, it's fucking okay. I saw it on HBO once. I, where we were, we were wa- Ann and I were at a hotel watching, like, I was like, watching HBO, and like, all of a sudden there was this movie on. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like the McAfee guys, like holy shit! And then right. I realized, like now it's on Netflix. I'm like, I think it was an HBO oh. thing that's now on Netflix or something. I don't know. Yeah, this, this whatever. Maybe Showtime. It may have been Showtime yeah. actually because we, we we're. I'm pretty sure we were in a hotel room. So, <laughs> anyways, if you want super hot, awesome content like that, <laughs> you should go to patreoncom backslash the Daves I know. I help support the Daves you know by giving money to the Daves I know, and we always really appreciate um, giving well more than a dollar. <laughs> Maybe like five dollars, but add a sixty-nine to the end. Yeah. Or if you're gonna do like less than five, maybe four twenty. Yeah. Um, or uh, you know a six six six. Yeah. We don't have a something. We don't have a six 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 yet. And again, as as always, we need a before, high roller to throw in six six yeah. six. Months. If we get if we get someone who contributes sixty-nine sixty-nine for several months in a row, we will, we will end this fucking podcast. <laughs> That's right. We'll close it all down. We'll shut it all down. We'll be done. Um. So yeah. So yeah. She really. Don't like this podcast. It's only going to cost you about you know, I don't know what's that about two hundred and ten dollars, like three months of sixty nine, sixty nine. Okay, then we're done. Fair. We're out. Fair. You're out. We're Fair. out. The market uh, is spoken. Yes. What are we going to do? <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Moving along. Two. Uh, we, so we have a couple of things uh, happened uh, this last week. We had two games. Uh, we have two games upcoming. We're not going to talk about one of those games because one of those games is a fucking travesty and a joke and should be even played. Um, but let's talk about the two games that just happened over the week. Uh, Toronto C is the first one. That's the the good one. We might probably spend most of our time Happy on days. the good one, right, guys? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, you don't. Okay. <laughs> Luke might want to spend most of his time on on, on the shit ass game. We're gonna me and Bridger are gonna spend most of our time on the good game. Um, what was your guys' best moment of the game for the Toronto C game? We're talking about on July fourth. America Day, we're going to fuck freedom in the asshole yes. by giving it to freedom, yes. by fucking it in the asshole. What was the best moment of the game? Go, Bridget. All right. I'm going to go with all three of Quintero's goals. You really can't just pick one. Okay. Um, but that first one where he just splits the defenders who are looking at him like, what the hell was that? Where did this come from? Because they certainly weren't expecting him <laughs> to get past them. Um, but the fact that he was able to do that not once, but three times in one game when he's gotten so close so many games and has not been able to finish it off, that was crazy. That's, yeah. And I've, I've actually got kind of like a stats question here. When's the last time a Minnesota player in any of the leagues, professional leagues we've been in in the last however long has gotten a hat trick? Uh, pretty sure the last one was Ramirez, and it was in the NASL. We don't have we, okay. this was the first MLS hat trick for right, Minnesota, yeah. so um, right. pretty sure it was a Ramirez hat trick. Okay, back in the NASL days. Yeah, someone, someone should go look that. Probably up. against the Rowdies. Probably. <laughs> or or yeah. the down in crappy old punching bags. God, I miss them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the old Jacksonville Armados, Arbados, when they were really shit. So yeah, yeah. Um, remember when we weren't that team? 
those guys. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Christ, that's that's really depressing. All right, Luke, what was your uh, what was your best moment? Well, I was honestly, I was I was up in Duluth uh, during the game, uh, so I I basically watched. Uh, so you're basically in Canada. Pretty much in Canada, I was close. I was close to enemy territory, but I took comfort that we show those arrogant Canadian pricks who's the boss on oh, our special day. So fair enough. Just give yourself a maple syrup animal, you guys. <laughs> um, I kind of have two. Um, one is what I would typically call for my best moment of the game, and the one is definitely something that Martin would pick. So I want to. I'm gonna say both of them. My first, my best moment of the game, obviously, the, all the Cantero goals were amazing. I think that. Might be the first time there's ever been three chipped goals for yes. a for a hat trick. Like yeah. um, Paul Carr on someone asked Paul Carr on uh, of ESPN uh, fame, like if like if that was the case, and he was like, "I have no idea, probably because who else would Nobody do that shit? That. Like <laughs> who else would do that fucking shit?" Um, so that's amazing. Um, the uh, I want to highlight two passes that were my best moments of the game. That Calvo pass to Ibarra for the second yes. goal, where he just split the defenders. Uh, they had no idea what was going on. Moro was coming up. Um, uh, sorry, Moro was going like Moro was marking uh, Ibarra. Had no idea what Ibarra was doing. Um, I remember who the, the central defender was, or central midfielder was, who was definitely not a central defender. And he like he went forward, and Ibarra like read everything perfectly. Calvo read everything perfectly. He put the perfect ball onto Ibarra. Uh, and beat Irwin. Um, that was amazing. But, like, probably even sexier and better was the, you guys, I don't know if you guys remember, the Ramirez pass to Quintero. Yes. Um, the, like, over-his-back pass, like, kicking over, like, I rewatched that, I was just like, oh my god, that was perfect. That was amazing. Like, Rasmus Schuler put a perfect ball, like, headed a perfect ball to Ramirez. Ramirez, like, got the ball, kind of looked around his shoulder, turned, kicked it, Across the field, like a looping right into Quintero's path, and Quintero was wide open, like running down the field. And the fact that he didn't convert that was kind of sad, but amazing. He almost yes. got him his fourth goal. Um, so that was for me, like just those are two particular ones, like passing. Mostly the passes were amazing, and I feel like David Martin now. I'm saying like passes are the best moments of the game. It was kind of like the service that we were used to seeing Ramirez getting in the NASL, when people would actually get him the ball up front from way downfield. Yes. And allow him to make those runs. And we would have yes. Absolutely. The last we, time what is, what is back when we would score goals. <laughs> yeah. um, I also, I read some sad, I think, uh, today, when that was like, the game against Toronto was the first time we scored more than two goals in a game all year. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. All, right. all right. So, worst moment of the game uh, for the Toronto game. Mind you, Toronto game. Worst moment of the game. Yep. Who wants to go first? I'm, I'm I mean, don't don't, don't, don't yeah. everybody jump jump <laughs> in, jump in line. Hold on. Uh, Toronto's first goal probably. Um, it was kind of a lapse that you felt had to be coming a little bit, but um, it kind of sucked the wind out of their sails for a little bit there. Yeah. I mean, Geo's goal was. Also a little depressing, but it's Giovinco. You had to expect that it was coming. That first one, yeah, that was all us. Yeah, the, that yeah, that Ibsen trying to take a touch when definitely should not have tried to take a touch. It's classic Ibsen. Classic uh, bad Ibsen. The yeah, the <laughs> third goal was Ibsen completely missing a header. Classic Ibsen. <laughs> and the second goal, I mean, was Calvo uh, just not marking Giovinco. And 
to be fair, it's Giovinco. Like, right. that guy hits stonkers from, from 30 yeah. yards out. But, like, literally, like, I re, you know, going back and rewatching that that, uh, that game, uh, that particular play, like, there was nobody within 10 yards of... And Calvo was supposed to be there. He was not within 10 <laughs> yards of Giovinco. And maybe you get seven yards away. Maybe that alters Giovinco's path. I don't know. Probably not. But, yeah. Uh, I would have to agree with you with Ibsen. Um, either the first or the... Or the third goal. Like honestly, you can pick whichever one. So you took the first one. I'll take the third one. So uh, Luke, what do you got? <laughs> exactly. So you know, I, I this is we had our best offensive performance ever, but we still gave up three goals. And I know every goalkeeper in soccer at any level worldwide is enraged anytime the, the defense makes them actually do anything. Uh, but I'm I'm still worried about Bobby's sort of psyche here. I mean, every fucking time he just comes up with this facial expression like someone just absolutely just ripped ass inside a crowded elevator. He just looks pissed at his defense. I suspect he kind of hates his back line a little bit, <laughs> and I can't really blame him. Um, well, and I think we, uh, we'll we be talking about that a little bit more. I'm Houston sure. Houston game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so. All right. Um, so the most what-the-fuck moment of the game, we all have like kind of a similar thing, so... Uh, who wants to talk about uh, the most what the fuck moment of the game? Uh, well, I, mean, I got to say, I think Darwin's yeah. his crazy like boneless shimmy dance after scoring his first goal. That <laughs> might be the best, one of the best Minnesota goal celebrations we've seen in a long That's time. That's pretty too. fucking good. I mean, I got to This guy, if nothing else, he's he's made the team much more entertaining to watch. Yep. Uh, even sometimes games where we don't have a good outcome, we still at least get a little showmanship from uh, from uh, El Científico, and uh, I hope we can keep that up. Yeah. I, love, I actually love that uh, when he got the hat trick, uh, Ramirez put the hat on him, and Kitao had no fucking idea what was going on. And I don't know, like, I don't know if he actually ever explained that to to Kitao, like what, like why he put the hat on, like why people are throwing hats out of the under the pitch, because that's you know that's clearly that's a hockey thing. It's right. definitely right. you know right. hockey being a Minnesota thing. Like yeah. Kitao would have no fucking idea. Like yeah. why are you putting a hat? And, and he, you could see him asking the guys like what, and then he put hat on during. Quintero said right away, 
I saw him coming off his line every time we approached. You'd think after three goals, Irwin would maybe stick to not, us. Not come off his line? But, but Irwin's but to no, stay, out just of, kept stay away from the poker table, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You got some tells. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, all right, so let's move to our official scorecard, match rating, official. Uh, I don't know, I have that. I mean, yeah, yeah, call it a game. Uh, so, continuing my tradition of coming up with increasingly bizarre ways. Yeah, to how do you want to kill? How do you want to kill this? Referee? We're going to throw this guy in a roll-up dumpster, and then we're going to have a cement mixer pull up and pour. It's going to pour nothing but lukewarm sloppy Joe mix over him until he pronounces sloppy Joe mix. That's how this one's going down. Sorry, dude. That's fair enough. <laughs> Them's the rules. That's fair. Because you want anything to that? <laughs> Probably not. Dark right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is one of the few games where I don't vividly remember the official's call on something, where it's not like, oh my god, why? Yeah. Like, it's it seemed fairly level, and yeah. I didn't even realize until later, I didn't really stand there questioning the official at all. But yep. Yeah, so, okay. And, yeah. and or Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe. I mean, Sloppy Joe, that's great, because well, you, you, know can enjoy, you, you can know. enjoy a Sloppy yeah, Joe. <laughs> while you die, which is like you know, a pretty... you kind of get the munchies while you're slowly drowning. That's the you know. You just... Yeah, you know, maybe you can try to eat your way out. Maybe, of it as maybe, well. maybe you like get him high before you put him in the <laughs> in the fucking oh, sure. yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll totally get him some edibles before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, awesome. Uh, so the next Freddy Ado star of the game, I think we all have Quintero, right? We can move yeah. on from there. Oh, yeah. yeah, makes sense. I'm gonna see Bucks. Fuck you. All right, uh, from the, the next Freddy Ado for. Uh, Star uh, for shittiest player of the game. I had Ibsen. Directly at fault for two goals. He also did not have a very good game against Houston. Spoiler alert. Um, you guys, what do you guys have? Do you have any other uh, nominees for shittiest player of the game for the Toronto match? I can't argue with that. No, I mean, no, I mean it, it, it's pretty obvious both ways. All right, that was so, so. That was that was a good match. We we won that one Yay! four three. Yeah, we, we broke our we broke our losing streak. Yay! Yay! We started another one. Yay! Later. Yay! Against the Houston, up. the Houston Dynamo. Um, all right, let's talk about the Houston Dynamo game. We can probably barrel through this game pretty quickly because this is a really. <laughs> Particularly shitty let's just, game. Let's just pick at this scab for like a solid three-hour-long course. Motor. Yeah, I don't. Like, know. let's talk about the game longer than the game itself went. Yeah. Um, so, what was your your best moment of the game? I'm not going to even say the loon's best moment. Of the game. Your best moment of the game. Uh, uh, what's Luke? What's so going you for first? For me, my personal best moment of the game is the fact that I did not squander a perfectly good Saturday night by staying home and watching it live on TV. Uh, I went to St. Paul's Little Mekong Night Market. I enjoyed nice. some fine Mekong Night Market is amazing. It's awesome. I had some. I had uh, meatballs on a stick. I had some fried taro root. I watched the breakdance battle. Way better than watching that shit show down in Houston. So excellent. Feel free to get out of the house once in a while, folks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Away matches <laughs> are probably a good time to do that. Yep. You can you can wake up at 4 a.m. on Sunday and watch the replay and and just yeah feel sick or so. You know, 10 a.m. and watch. Yeah, or 10 a.m. Yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bridget, what are you? Best moment of the game? Um, I almost fell asleep on the couch when I got home and turned this on. So, uh, but hey, that Dylan Wolpers was, was back for another <laughs> round. And apparently, it was his brother's birthday. But yeah, we didn't get to see that on the screen until no. Twitter Dylan later that Wolpers. night. Wolpers. So. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan Wolpers is a loon. <laughs> is a loon. Yeah. Hey. 
Hold on, is Dylan Wolfers on Twitter? We should hunt this. He's not. That's the point. Oh, fuck. That's the point. His girlfriend or whoever went to these games with them. Yes. At some point, she tweeted me back after I said, yes. I would be remiss if I didn't say happy birthday after the last two games. <laughs> and about three weeks later, I get a message from this random girl saying, he says thanks. And I was like, what is this about? And then I finally, remember, found, right, right. I finally found that she was connected oh, to man. him. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, so, yeah, so we, uh, so the, the Midway Wanderers <laughs> tweeted at him. Um, at some point on Saturday, because the whoever was running the Midway Wanderers was probably drunk after a uh, housewarming party on Saturday. What? Um, weird. <laughs> I know it's weird. Uh, mixtape. Yeah, mix. Who <laughs> mixtape? My cat. That cat alcohol. <laughs> who, who gave who gave that cat uh, permissions to tweet? <laughs> We're serious. That's probably the more yeah. That's probably the more important. It's weird how he's got no opposable thoughts. <laughs> very that. very good at it. Uh, so, yeah, long story short, I was recovering from my housewarming party. Um, it's probably why you, you went to bed, because I was giving yeah. you, uh, yep. Stoli Blueberry, uh, uh, <laughs> I felt that a little bit. That's Stoli Blueberry. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. so yeah, so that's, that's probably partially my fault, so I apologize. Um, but thank you for coming. It, it was my, a good sleep. Yes, was, thank you. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. Um, my best one of the game was recovering from my housewarming party by drinking water. Uh, and eating Popeyes yeah. and watching this shit ass game, yes. and then getting to a bunch of Twitter internet fights with some. Oh, like, I missed that. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I got oh. I got into some internet fights with some right wing conservatives. Oh, that's fine. And All right. I made a bunch of like you know Minnesota yeah. United jokes about how this team was shit because their seems right. kind of shit. So, but yeah, I got into a, a fight with a bunch of uh, internet trolls about um, about the Supreme Court nomination. Oh, good. <laughs> so oh, that Jesus. was fun. I got called a libtard multiple uh, times, which is very cool. Uh, <laughs> and how I you know, drove around, and I my my funny joke about that was like, I don't even have a car. How the fuck do I drive around? <laughs> so I know I, was, I woke up on I woke up on Sunday, and I was just like, I looked at my mentions. Yeah. I was like, Oh god damn it! What yeah, did you do? It's, it's, it's drunk, David. It's, it's, You're an idiot. It's never a good sign when there's that little twenty plus <laughs> icon in your mentions. Oh, they're like. No, on the Chromebook it pops up and like you know, yeah. like if I had the I had the Chromebook shut and like yeah. it pops up and like all the things pop up and it's like ninety and they're like oh, oh good god <laughs> what did I do oh my god. and then I went back and looked at it I was like okay nothing that bad I was, yeah. it kept it kept it pretty nothing okay. wrong with this not the right kind of yeah so all right so was, that was the best moments of the game for us <laughs> what was the worst moment of the game. Let's, let's delve into that one. Uh, Bridget, what was your worst moment of the game? Um, I'm just going to go with set pieces oh, in yeah. general. Yeah. I mean, I try to live tweet these games sometimes. For MLS Female, right? Yes, exactly. Which is where, which is where Bridget writes. So. Yeah. And does an awesome job. Yeah. So. Thank you. Everybody go read Bridget's stuff. Yes, please yeah. do. Or I'll hit you with an iron skillet. <laughs> which the team needs. <laughs> well, yes. ev- everybody needs a little iron skillet maybe yes. right about now. Yep, so. definitely. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but my only live tweet was just set pieces done, and then I set my phone down and I was like, I'm just gonna see if I stay awake for the rest of this. Just, yeah, I mean, I'll piggyback off of that. Just say that that first goal, you know, the, obviously a corner. No one knows what they're the fuck they're doing in the box no. when, they, when they make that play. But that's so that was that was bad. So Senderos is left unmarked. A fucking center back is left unmarked in the middle yep. of the box. What the fuck are you doing? The the worst one though, I, I didn't think 
first one was even that bad. It was the second one. The second one was Cinderos was actually like pulling Houston players around yes. him yes. to like block Minnesota United players, and we're just yeah. like and. Yeah, that person was like, oh, okay. There's like an American football play. And the first one, yeah, yeah and the first one, the, the, shield me in the pocket, yeah. and jump. And the the yeah. first one was Warner, Warner made a, made a play on the ball, he just didn't hit it as well as he should have. The second one, Sinos is wide the fuck open, yes. he put his, his own head on the ball, and at least, the first one, he, you know, he kicked it into the mat, in the net, because Warner fucked up, uh, and, you know, I don't think that was totally on Warner. The second one, it was just like, he was wide the fuck open, no one was, no, no one was marking him. And again, yeah, set pieces is just you know. So, Luke, you gotta, you gotta. Well, I, don't want to I, I think on the, the, the real, the, the absolute spirit crusher, uh, begging for the sweet embrace of death moment in this game. If if, if you actually made it through to the uh, what ninety first minute or whatever, <laughs> that third and final Houston goal, where it, it literally looked like they were just doing a, having a light practice day out there, just slot it right in, yep. no resistance. Uh, and it was one where they were, I think they were actually embarrassed to celebrate the goal. Like they kind of like started like, yeah. And then they realized no. And they walked off and there's nothing. I'd rather be hated than pitied. There is nothing worse than being the object of pity. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we were at that point. And it's just fucking humiliating. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they're better. This better not happen yeah, again. Yeah. Like a team so like yeah. scoring a goal and then being like, okay, cool, and then walking back to the center yeah, and like, not celebrating yeah. at all. When your opponent is invoking the mercy rule to like spare you further humiliation, I, it's terrible. I had left the room and I thought, well, it's the end of the game. Whatever. Yeah. I got whatever. Up, walked the room, walked out of the room for a second, come back, and. I thought I had heard that they had scored, but there was nothing happening, and so I'm sitting there waiting for VAR or for somebody to do something, and then the three pops up yep. on the scoreboard. Yep. I was like, "Oh, yep. so nobody's happy? Okay, <laughs> yeah, sure, right, all right, right. We're at that point in this game, it, yeah, it was the right. stop, stop. He's already dead. <laughs> moment. All right, uh, so we have a most what the fuck moment of the game, other than that eighth minute. Ramirez on goal and completely shanks, uh, you know, yeah. shanks it. Like, I mean, he shanks it by means that he hits the goalkeeper, but like he literally had, he could have taken one more touch. Yeah. Probably could have beat Joe Willis. Um, if you score that goal, maybe this is a completely different game. Yep. 100% different game. It was the, actually the only shot they had on goal, by the way, Minnesota. Um, is there any Ooh. other what-the-fuck moments for, for either of you guys? Well, I, I had one, so in the, about the 87th moment, uh, there is this really bizarre sequence where Harrison Heath, like, gets down to make, like, a human s- a stool, to like, some kind of fucking Three Stooges stunt to, like, trip one of the Houston players. Uh, there's no whistle. They just, keep, they just roll right past. The, the, the defense is just standing there, all with their thumbs up their asses. Bobby looks like a damn frozen statue at this point, and that Martinez guy had all day to just slot one in, and really only the crossbar stopped him. Oh, that yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, that, that Martinez, like, yeah. literally, I, to, yeah. I thought that was going in for sure. And oh. then it hit the crossbar and came like, it didn't go straight down. Yeah. If it went straight down, it probably would have in the goal. It came right. out. Like, he hit it so hard, hit on the inside of the goal post, yeah. but it came, it bounced out. <laughs> Just change the curve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, once again, just absolutely humiliating. I, I don't know what Harrison Heath is doing out on the 
field at this point. Well, other than that, I, he's a warm body with four limbs still attached. But who uh, came out of his dad's dick? I don't know. You know well, that's pretty much the that's pretty much the answer to that one. Gold odd. Harrison Heath, we'd love to have you on the podcast. By the way, you want to new dad? Harrison Heath. Talk about your uh, dad sleep deprived. Talk about your about that stuff. Do you have anything to add to this uh, amazing contribution? Uh, I was a little surprised when even with Ramirez not getting those chances and having very few shots on goal, that he was the one we pulled out of everyone on the field. Yeah, who was having issues is the one forward who's actually scored a goal. Really, the one that you're going to pull. That surprised yeah. me a little bit. I and was a little confused that we threw Toy was, in there. Was I wrong, or did we see Ramirez actually doing some tracking back defensively and trying to? He was moving do, a bit more than yeah. From what I saw, he always it was, is. It's yeah. it's weird. It's it's uh, and He's we can talk. We can talk about this in, in a second, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, he always is, and and he just doesn't like Ramirez for some reason. I don't oh. I don't think, and uh, yeah. So let's let's we'll jump into that in a second because yeah. I have, we have some thoughts. I imagine. <laughs> Um, match rating, man. Whatever. Let's skip that. Uh, yeah. Freddie, do for start of the game. Uh, my father-in-law for going with me to get Popeyes. Yeah. We went down to Popeyes. We got Popeyes. We brought it back. We listened to the first like ten minutes of the match, and we brought nice. it back here. Uh, me, my wife, uh, my father, mother-in-law ate Popeyes. Um, sobered up a little bit. <clears throat> that was the <laughs> Freddie, do start of the game. My father-in-law for uh, driving my, driving us to driving me to Popeyes. And me for actually like being able to like order Popeyes correctly. <laughs> was it one of those where you're kind of wobbling at the counter, like? No, 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 because I love Popeyes. I want, I want some chicken tendies. No, because I, because I love. I want a shrimp roll, boy. No, no, because I love Popeyes, but I also like whenever I go to Popeyes, I always order spicy Popeyes. Oh, I love spicy Popeyes. Anna, not a huge fan of spicy Popeyes. So now, does the spicy I, Popeyes plus the next? The next day hangover, is that a good combo, or is that Ring of Fire? Oh, no, it's totally fine. Okay, wow. Oh, it's totally fine. Wow. But, but, <laughs> because, because gods. my wife does not like spicy Popeyes, I remember, oh. only, let's get mild Popeyes. Let's blend her up a little bit there. <laughs> hey, oh, grapes. So, oh. so, yeah, so I made sure to, like, remember to get mild Popeyes yeah. for, uh, for us. And which, yeah, can we get some milk there, too? Oh. Wow. Yeah. There's milk in our fucking fridge. <laughs> Yeah, but I want to milk. I want to do percent in the in the in the cardboard garden there. Yeah, yeah. You can you, you can tell all Santa if you want about the spicy stuff. Um, who is you? Who are your guys' stars of the game? Assholes. Uh, well, probably Sendero's, Really, I mean, the guy had a great fucking night. <laughs> so it's hard to. I mean, cause, I mean, do we we don't have to pick a loon here, do we? F, no. No. Well, or or, or uh, the Wolpers kid, Dylan Wolpers, Justin yeah. Wolpers. What what's his name? The Wolpers uh, kid, true star of the game. Yep, Dylan. Dylan. Dylan, happy birthday again, Dylan, for sure. All right. And his brother. I didn't catch his brother's first name, but it was too his many Wolpers. Too. <laughs> too many Wolpers. That that's not a good thing to say with the Minnesota accent. Ah, grapes. There's too many Wolpers here. Too I see them all driving truck, and here they are, those ding dongs all for Pete's sake. It's uh, the Wolpers boys again. All right. All right, who is the uh, <laughs> watch for the dang soccer? The next Friday do for the shittiest player of the game. Who was the shittiest player of the game, guys? <laughs> I mean, do we, like, where can we? Where should we start? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw Harrison Heath out since we're already we're already just banging. It was pretty there, shitty. So, yeah, but but you know, uh, future future guests of the pod. Harrison, Harrison, you, Harrison, 
Come on. Come on, man. Come on, buddy. Defend yourself. <laughs> you need to defend your Roll the challenge. <laughs> defend your nepotism. <laughs> Prove us wrong, Harrison. Prove us wrong. I don't know. He, he has a kid. Uh, it's, he's a, I'm sure that kid is, you know, gorgeous or whatever. And He's a handsome dude. He's, he's a handsome man. dude. His wife is, is a very attractive lady. Okay. Uh, he's not a great soccer player. I'm not saying he's just like a just a puppy sitting there in the backyard. I was just yeah, saying like every guess. like every person on the pitch for the Houston game was the shittiest player because oh, yes, holy shit, man. But also like as Bridget mentioned, set piece defense was terrible. Like Ugh. um, yep. you know, every, we talk about uh, everyone. Who well, was in that so box. Here, here's my question: uh, To what Iron extent? Skillets. To, well, to what extent is Bobby indicted in this as well? I mean, we're all a little bit defensive of him, and we're usually willing to kind of uh, I could, I give him a pass because his back line keeps selling him out. But isn't he supposed to be sort of coordinating and positioning people on set pieces too? Isn't he kind of a first? Of, a yeah, little, a little bit. Kind of yeah. the general in the back there, probably. So. But it's also like this is clearly something. Well, so this is clearly something that they're not practicing because they clearly. Cannot cannot convert them themselves, no, and they cannot no. prevent them. By their name in any league, this team will not practice set pieces. Oh, so <laughs> I did read today on Twitter that they were seen doing some set pieces oh, in training today. My God! Oh, but uh, okay. So that's what this one on, on Keith and, and and Carl Craig and every other like right. Lagos and, and right. every other and coach, the Brown Shoe guy who's wanted in Belgium. Every every uh, every coach that this team has ever had because this team has never defended uh, Minnesota Kings team circa 1981. Masters, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay, so. Chris Lindholm, damn it, Chris. <laughs> which which? <laughs> which which? Why won't you practice set pieces for fuck's sake? Uh, Chris Lindholm, uh, frequent guest of the days, I know. Right, Boston will not practice set pieces. Frank Horsen, future guest for Bruce, I know. Uh, we're, we're getting Brian. Bruce McGuire! Also, well, actually, also he's the former and future guest of... Uh, <laughs> he's actually the inventor of the iron skill. Yes, he Practice technique, yes. so maybe yeah. he's off yeah. to work on this one. He just all right. the set pieces all together and yes. straight to the iron skill. Alright, let's, <laughs> let's move on from the past and look oh, to the future. The future, or right. South American future. Alright, so, yeah. we, have a, we have a bunch of shit. What? A bunch of shit to talk about. Uh, so we signed uh, Club, Dep- Club Deportivo Universidad Catolica Ecuadorian winger Romario Ibarra. I said all that correctly, by the way. Yes, you did. Um, he signed Tam Money. Tam Money. Tam Money. Tam. Getting that Tam. Tam, boy! Um, he just got his first call up to the national team last year during Comic Ball. He scored twice, actually. Yeah. Um, his older brother is better. We did not get his older brother. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we got uh, we got Romario. We have so what, what do we, Ibarra. Yeah, what do we have, think about now? We have two Ibarras on the team. Yeah. What do we think about that, guys? Well, I, I mean, well, we'll get to questions on this here, sure. but uh, I, I'm going to be deeply confused, honestly. So, I mean, I guess we've got... Uh, no, well, we've got Batman, <laughs> Miggy... Romario's a, you know, a bigger dude. I'm not sure we're gonna like confuse them. Like, yeah, it sounds like no, he's I'm, he's kind of a bruiser in the Yeah, box. I'm I'm taller so, than Miguel Ibarra, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I tower over Miguel Ibarra. That's a saying a lot, so So Romario. Romario, yeah. Romario. Okay. So I mean so it sounds like he's kinda not a guy who's afraid to throw some elbows around in the box and establish some space. At least those are like the, the 
previews we're hearing from yeah. people who've been he's, checking him out. So from yeah. the videos I've seen, he's a bigger guy, muscly. He he's ready to just plow right through the I'll, defensive I'll, line when he needs to. I'll be excited to see. He's it. not. Uh, he plays a little bit like the first Ibarra, um, but again, he's bigger, not quite as fast. Yeah. But he will just plow right through him. So like his preference. Uh, from what I read, is his preference is plays like an inverted right winger. Okay, yeah, sure. Sort of like so, opposite of Ibarra, but still right footed. So he'll kind of swing in there. And, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, okay. So interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, any changes? Any changes yeah. of potential improvement here? So, so that that one's kind of been on the horizon for a while. The one yeah. that has just sort of popped up like earlier, a couple of days ago, that actually came through uh, was we signed twenty nine year old uh, Deportes Tolima forward, another Colombian. Uh, Aniello Rodriguez as our second DP. And uh, Luke, I think you have some thoughts on, <laughs> on, the, on the Aniello Rodriguez and Ray. I don't even know if I'd call them thoughts, but yeah. I mean, this guy's kind of a big question mark here, so it's, I'm a little surprised that he's a DP. Um, I thought I'd at least take a look and see what they're saying about him in the Colombian media, um, given I can read about two thirds of Spanish media most of the time. That's why you're our Belize correspondent. That's right. Well, I don't think I think they speak English primarily Belize. So it's a long story. We'll get to it. Hey, uh, uh, do you want you want that fucking trip there? Yeah, or not? I'm, oh, I'm taking the damn trip. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can ride all the all the all the, the, all the Spanish Belize. So so I read a couple articles in Colombian media. They're actually pretty hyped on. Um, there is an article in one of their bigger sports uh, websites. I think it's called Antena Dos or something like that. Um, they, they had a pretty high uh, estimation of him. There was an article there just two days ago, uh, no mention of Minnesota on the horizon, but they were talking about rumors he was going to be leaving either for the Colombian mega club Atletico Nacional or possibly going to the Argentinian league. So, um, you know, they thought he was an up and comer within the Colombian, uh, scene down there. Now here's kind of one of the concerns here. And I think Wes Dine brought this up too, is that, uh, last year, 2017 was his best scoring season. He got 13 goals over the course of 2,165 minutes. I broke up my calculator. That basically told me that he's on his best season. He's good for one goal every 166 minutes. Uh, basically, a goal every other game. Uh, presuming he starts pretty consistently. And I don't. Is that really good enough for a designated player slot? I mean, I guess we'll see after so yeah, how he does under MLS competition. But uh, you know, it's not exactly barn burner type numbers here. No, I was kind of surprised to see him listed as DP, but I guess in terms of United scoring, that's still relatively high. So he's right All up right. there. Um, if you try to put him on a level with Ramirez or anyone else, potentially scoring goals for United. So that's her. It's it's hard to say coming into MLS if he's going to be. Who knows. <laughs> yeah, really, who knows what's going to happen with these guys coming in the MLS. Um, so. I'm just going to point out this asshole has almost as many yellow cards as he has goals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's got 38 yellow yeah, cards yeah. and 51 goals. So yeah. let's fucking party uh, because he's going to score a lot of money for charity from the oh, Dark Clouds, exactly. the Dark Clouds yeah. Charity Card Club. Yeah, this guy winning. He also, but he has no red card, so he gets he gets a lot of fucking yellows. He's just a cheeky little bit. So I'm guessing, yeah, yeah he's, he likes to yeah. push he's the red button right. and whatever. Um, right. I'm a, so, I'm a little worried that he's this, like couple years like last year was his first year 
they've ever over scored more like more than double digit goals. Is, yeah. And he's twenty nine years old. Yeah. How many teams sign twenty nine year old DPs who've never scored yeah. more than thirteen goals ever in their career and let alone like just last year when it's, they were twenty eight years old? It's I'm guessing it's Colorado. Yeah. Maybe Philadelphia. Yeah. Maybe the Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> those right. are the three teams and I those are three yeah. teams I don't really want to emulate. Maybe San Jose. Yeah, San Jose maybe. So, so here's here's my other thought: is I, what does this mean? I mean, we're pretty stacked on offense on the you know sort of front of the line type. Is is this a harbinger that Ramirez is maybe looking for an exit or maybe being pushed towards an exit? Possibly. Uh, yeah. Which I hate to see happen, but I mean, this guy is is, is more or less like a like for like Ramirez in terms of like yeah. his game. Like he can hold the ball up. He can he which toy and. Don Lottie cannot do right now. Like right. So he is if if you if you're basically like a, a like one for one swap, Ramirez and, and um uh this guy, uh Rodriguez are gonna be basically one for one swaps. Um I don't know what that means for Ramirez. Well, I don't know what that means for the three five two. Maybe this makes the three five two more of a viable option Maybe. in terms of these guys playing together up it's top. It's like, like having Quintero up top yeah, actually playing where he Yeah, in back, you know. Yeah, more in the sort of the midfield area. Um, and Rodriguez is definitely going to take some time uh, to get acclimated to the system. So sure. I don't think Ramirez is going anywhere soon. But yeah, what you're he, saying he is definitely like, as people looking for him. Yeah, he was Liga MX's first choice over Ibarra. Yeah, and they settled for Ibarra. And they definitely and still coming after. Him. Yeah, they definitely like Minnesota's gotten uh, like you know requests for Ramirez and. So it's possible that we might see Ramirez go in, yeah. in this winter um, for several million dollars. Which I, I would be hate to see it happen, but it sort of seems like reading the tea leaves. It sort yeah. of seems like yeah. there's some arrows pointing that direction for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else on Rodriguez or Ibarra that you guys want to talk about? Bridget, anything you want to add to the to those guys? No. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. Jerry got his green card. That's awesome. Hey. Yeah. Up one slot. We're proud to be in America. We're the least we know. I'm sure Jerry. I'm sure uh, Jerry was seeing that as he uh, got his green card. I, I hope he was wearing like some kind of red, white, and blue tuxedo or something. For <laughs> and Jerry, Jerry getting his green card opened up the spot, the spot for Ibarra right. and Rodriguez. We don't need you, Bridget. You know the MLS rules a little bit more. Like, what are the, yeah. the rules on the on the international so, spots? I, at some point, I read somewhere that DPs didn't count on towards the international, the international. Okay. but now I can't find that rule again, so I don't know if it changed. <laughs> it's the MLS, so who the fuck knows? Who knows? The little blurbs say that until you click on them, and then you can't find that in the article or the paragraphs anywhere. Um, and it's MLS. Rules just change willy-nilly yeah, because I they mean, can. We can, yeah, we can I, flex them as we... I, I'm a goddamn lawyer. Like I've successfully <laughs> argued things in front of the Minnesota Supreme Court. I cannot make heads or tails of the MLS rules. I, yeah. It's it's completely incomprehensible <laughs> to me. <laughs> I don't I don't understand how any of this shit works. Yeah. But somehow it all does. And, and here we what are. What I so, came up with eventually yeah. was either we're good or yeah. like we kind of traded one away, but we still have room, or somebody's leaving. <laughs> There's a, there's always uh, there's the Alexi Gomez to Flamengo rumors have been popping up. Yeah. Uh, there's like you we 
could theoretically, I guess, cancel Johan Venegas' contract in MLS. Um, he doesn't really count right now anyway since he's but been alone. I don't know. There's, like, there's rule. I don't know. I've been... I've, I've said... Yeah. Rules, rules, rules. Here's the thing. Like, you follow every single MLS reporter that I, like, know and trust, which, you know, which is Bridget, which is Andy, which is Meg Ryan, which is, you know, uh, Matt Doyle, all those people. Everybody else, everybody has different, like, I, like, yeah. things on this. Like, right. and, like... Oh, it's cool. Like no one actually knows, and I don't even think the fucking league knows. I don't think so. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, it, no. is he going to make the league better? Cool. We'll figure out a way yes. to make it more. Exactly. Reading the um, MLS rules is like an interpretive dance. So anyways, comes up with something different. Long story short, Jerry, welcome to the welcome Minnesota. To I really love that you got your green card. Happy to have you here to yeah. work legally and and be a productive member of society. That's right. Whatever a green card entails, I have no idea. Good for you. Um, Darwin Quintero was named uh, Alcatel Player of the Week. This might be the longest uh, other United News section ever we've done on the Dave <laughs> I Know podcast. Yeah. Alcatel Player of the Week, which I guess is the thing um, that now is the Player of the Week award that MLS gives away. Um, I don't know what the fucking Alcatel is, but here we go. Yeah, I don't know what an Alcatel is either. Uh, it, is it like some animal that they right. secretly breeded in the basement of Alcatraz? <laughs> Could be a, for uh, a sequel to the 1996 action movie The Rock. I don't know. <laughs> Could be like an alpaca bank. Ooh. Or an alpaca. Oh, like, oh, oh a bank run by alpacas. Yeah, an alpaca. Or it could be an alpaca like telephone firm. Like, oh, okay. A telephone company yeah. run by yeah, alpacas. Like the, 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 the cables are made out of alpaca hair. That's yeah. like the fiber. That, yeah. Fibers, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. See? I'm guessing it's going to be, I'm guessing it's alpaca. You know, telefibers. I'm liking so. this. Okay. All right. So yeah, I'm, I'm in favor. Congratulations, Darwin Contreras, for winning the Alpaca uh, Fiber Award uh, for Player of the Week. Uh, and finally, Andy Grader. I don't know if you guys did. You guys read the Andy Grader uh, piece? Skimmed it. Yeah. Fish, yeah, fish Rap Factory, East Side of the River. Yep. Um, but the fact that Heath has a plan, he did not give us his plan though. But he pleaded with us to know that he does in fact there have a plan. That is a plan, and it is a plan. It's definitely not not a plan. And that he should definitely have the time to do the plan without ever actually telling us what the plan is. That's just, I don't know. Heath is Richard Nixon. In 1968, Richard Nixon. You know, you know, you know who, uh, so who who is the guy who uh, enabled Richard Nixon? Because that is Dr. Bill McGuire. Yeah, well, that would, that would be Henry Kissinger. Oh. Who who sabotaged. (laughs) Productive peace talks in 1968, thereby dragging out the Vietnam War. Until, really, until 1975, hundreds upon thousands, maybe millions of more people fucking died. So Richard Nixon can win an election in which he promised he had a secret peace plan for ending the war, and, and he didn't. Uh, his secret peace plan was actually expanding the war and, and making things a living hell in Laos and Cambodia as well. Uh, we should piss on all their graves, and Adrian Heath with his his secret plan that he still cannot divulge, even now we're, we're more than 50% of the way through this. Through your window is Richard Nixon, and uh, and uh, well, we can just take this analogy where it needs to go. So, <laughs> Adrian Heath is Richard Nixon. Doctor Bill McGuire is Henry Kissinger. <laughs> that is that is the. Uh, I, I honestly, I've been I've been racking my brain about trying to figure out what that fucking analogy is, and you just you fucking nailed it right there, man. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Yes, it is. One hundred percent. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> We're so fucked. <laughs> we are absolutely 100% we, uh, fucked. Oh, yeah, I mean, 
I, I don't know if Andy had more in, but it's just I think your summation. Did you read? The, did you read the piece? It's it, it's it's a puff piece, basically. Yeah. Adrian, he's just saying, oh, I have a plan, and right. there's a plan, and I it sucked that I didn't get to do my plan in Orlando City, and then they fired yeah. me, and then they hired someone else. See, see? they didn't get. The, yeah, I'll have to do a Everton had great things to say about him. So if oh, yeah. Take yeah, because, you know, because Everton uh, is a bastion of fucking success in this, <laughs> in this, in this lifetime. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it was it was a it was a puff piece. Yeah. Um, a lot of people picked it up and were talking about it and were like, oh, okay, well, he has a plan. I'm like, but he doesn't actually say the fucking plan. Right. He doesn't actually and say the fucking plan. There's and no reason to keep it secret. No one has ever, and that's, to my whole Big point here, and again, this is like the longest United News segment ever <laughs> on, on Days I Know. No one has ever told anybody that I trust the fucking plan. And maybe they have. Maybe they told certain people. But they have not conveyed that to, or at least points of that plan, to anybody else that I trust. There are no hints of it. There's no hints. Like, they, don't, they keep, they just, they literally just signed two players, attacking players, when clearly this team... Needs defensive help, and let's let's be honest; yeah. these kind of look like panic buys to me. Exactly. This seem this these look like people you would buy if you were in a relegation battle, like where you you're like, shit, we need to score goals because if we score goals, yeah. at least people will come because we're scoring goals. And this that sounds this looks exactly what this Th- was. This is like when you forget your anniversary with your significant other, and you're like five never minutes done that ever. Yeah, you're like five minutes from home, <laughs> and you're like. Oh shit! And you like go to like a gas station. You definitely go to SA and buy flowers. Um, <laughs> so here's a never done that ever. Here's some Mountain Dew and some gas station flowers. <laughs> Love you, honey. That's kind of what's, uh, that's kind of what we got here. So <laughs> yeah. So people were talking about this. People were talking about the article. Like, oh, he has a plan. It's great. I'm like, if if you didn't think that he had a fucking plan that he laid out for these people. Two like two years ago when he got fucking hired, nobody's you're a god, you're a goddamn moron, yeah. and the fact that like we are worse in every single way than we were, like we maybe look better for the most part than we did last year in terms of like aesthetically, yes, yeah. aesthetically we look yes. better. Yeah, I I, I, yeah. I will I will die on that grave, <laughs> die on that hill. We aesthetically look better than we did last year for the, for a for most of this, yes. but but we're still worse. We are. Yeah. Demonstrably, definitively, and you know we are worse than we were last year. Um, and if you were telling me that this is part of the plan, like that we were, we would do this thing. We could be really bad at first, you know, maybe okay, a little bit better, and then we'd be eh, slightly better, but actually worse at the halfway point of this process. There should definitely be some like milestones of progress. Yeah, that what, we can what are the point best marks, out right? concrete moments that we can point to. And Prob- everyone who asked me about this, like, what's your position on Heath Out? Are you on the Heath Out bandwagon or wait or? Is, are there I any? Keep saying, are there any Heath the defenders out there? I mean, is, is there anybody it's, like by all by all means we must keep Heath? Doctor Bill McGuire, <laughs> Doctor Henry Kissinger. Pretty much everyone else says, yeah. "I'll wait until I hear the plan," which yeah. is my right. my stance right. this whole time. Right. But nobody can get the plan. Doctor Bill McGuire. Here's the here's the thing. Yeah. He's a, he's a cheap ass. Yeah. Well, he doesn't want to pay anybody. Yeah. He doesn't want to pay uh pay someone to not work. So yeah, we're fucked. Yeah. All right. Moving all right. moving along. All right. Um, all right. That was, that was, that was, 
fun, depressing segment yeah. of the Dave's I Know podcast. Let's talk about a, 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 a uh, Real Salt Lake. They're coming to town. We're not going to talk about that fucking Saprisa match because that is a shit, stupid match that should not be happening because this is so why dumb. in the fuck would you schedule a Wednesday match after another Wednesday match before a weekend and another Wednesday match and another weekend I'm just match? hoping that that is when we see some of these people coming off the bench and see maybe what they right. could do. Right. That he claims that we're not, we're not even deep know. enough to have a bunch of like that's, fresh that's faces thing, to throw though. out there. Is this, is this the Bertrand Echo <laughs> match? Is this is this is this we've got is this for Hancock? Is, is this Dave Martin's we've fucking Jim's dream? Colin Martin will be we've right up front. Up. Is this is this Dave Martin's yeah. uh Pangob Jizz Dream that he's actually oh. not actually gonna see live because he's in fucking <laughs> California? San Francisco still? Oh my god! Here's your like. Oh my god! That'd be a match. Oh, aren't we oh supposed man. to have like heat indexes of like above a hundred tomorrow? Like, oh god, it's yeah. I mean, yeah, those Costa Ricans will probably be right at home. But yeah. like, hey, let's Everyone take an exhausted else. team, right? You know, sandwich another match in in in, in tropical temperatures. Uh, you know, right after a very heavy week when all the rest of the world is not watching. Well, they're not playing league football right now. Yeah. So it's, uh, I'm gonna maybe have to do like a fresh up two preseason. Games yep. where it's like, eh, yeah. whatever. I'm gonna have to uh, come back from that game and just do like a masturbatory Panga podcast. <laughs> maybe for the maybe for the Patreons. Three, three um, long marathon. Yeah, just me just session. like talking, like yeah. just jerking just, off. Just Pango solo, left, solo, right? just one person talking. Yep. Yeah, going to town. All right, let's talk about the actual game that matters <laughs> coming up. Uh, okay. Real Salt Lake. So, um, Bavada has Minnesota winning at a plus one thirty five. The over under at goals is. Uh, three, mm-hmm. the under being at negative 120. Yep. I think you probably want to bet the under in this game, but uh, maybe you can convince me otherwise. Luke, who is good? So, uh, 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 they're not an exceptional team here, but uh, Albert Rusnak is one of the better scoring threats out there in the West. Uh, he's got five goals so far on the season, four assists, pretty solid defensive uh Threat, and we've seen him put a dagger in a few times here and there throughout the season so far. So definitely keep an eye on him. Cool, um, Bridget. Who do you think uh, could be a different banker for Real Salt Lake? Uh, Justin Glantz always not always consistent, but he can make the difference <coughs> in some games. And I feel like United is going to be one of those teams where he can pop up and make an impact. Um, and then we're also going up against Romano, who's one of the better goalkeepers. Yeah. yeah. Despite got, their yeah. despite their goals against being not all much lower than ours. Yeah. He's still you know that you know goal the, the goal difference is never like never always the keep the keeper's fault. A lot of times it's the defense's yeah. fault. Um you know RSL is coming off back to back home wins against the West's two best teams actually. Uh, they beat SKC at home, and they beat mm-hmm. uh, FC Dallas at home, which we did not do. So, if you think those guys back to back, and also encouraging uh, two Sporting Kansas City red cards in the uh, extra time, good. in the stoppage time. So, yeah. um, good for them. Um, maybe we could learn a thing or two from them. Um, I agree with you, Nick Rondo. He can send us ahead of time. He absolutely has. Not necessarily against Minnesota United because. Right. 
this guy kind of worked him a couple times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has some bad years. days sometimes, yeah. too. Um, he's not, he, yeah. He's not uh, super consistent. Yeah. I'll say uh, one other uh, player, mid- midfielder uh, Luis Silva. He scored nine goals in 39 games uh, since coming back from a very brief stint with uh, Tigres in uh, Liga MX. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, he's uh, he's back. He's scored a bunch of goals for uh, RSL. Um, scored a couple. I think he scored two weeks ago, or the second year in the SKC game. One, one of the, the SKC or FC Dallas game. So, he's another guy who is a uh, very, very solid player. Um, who sucks? On RSL. That's okay. next well, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the, the Samson effect here. Kyle Beckerman, notorious for his his dreads for years when he was on the U.S. national team. We joked that he was going to defect when we played away in Jamaica. Uh, he cut them all off, what, a year or two ago? Mm-hmm. And uh, besides the fact that he's like almost my age, which is old as hell, um, I, I think he's wrong to cut off the dreads. I mean, I think, you know, you're wrong to ever grow out dreads when you're a white boy, but once you've gone there, you got to just stay with it. Just stay with it until you die. So, For the rest of your life. It's, yeah, you're, just you're embrace, still, embrace the dreads. I, I've, made, I've, I've made a terrible decision, and humanity needs to know about this. All right. Um, so that's so I think once you've gone there, there's no turning back. He, Samson effect, he's lost his power, now he's cut off his dreads. So. That's Yeah. That seems fair. Yeah. That seems fair. I would say that defensive, we're kind of on level with them. Again, it's not always, just as you were saying, it's not always the goalkeeper. Um, defense plays a huge role, and I think we're on a fairly level playing field <laughs> our defense versus theirs. So as long as Quintero and Ramirez are getting decent chances, we stand a chance against that defense. Yeah. Um, yeah, to sort of echo that, they are, I mean, they're currently in fourth place in uh, the Western Conference, but the Western Conference is also shit, so we know that. Um, they have a negative seven goal differential, uh, and they've allowed only two fewer goals than Minnesota United FC, so, yeah. it, but for our team scoring some more fucking goals, we might be in fourth place. I mean, Score that's, more yeah, goals. That that's, <laughs> sounds like something the team would say, like, but for our team scoring more yeah. goals. Yeah. If we hadn't, if we had scored if if we we goals in this one month, we would be in uh, third place right now. Um, according, according to my calculations, if we score more goals than we give up to other teams, we would exceed yeah. in the yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so two points I want to make about this is that yeah. um, they have they have people playing out of position uh, at their fullback positions. Brooks Lennon, uh, he well, used to be a Liverpool Academy kid. Yeah, He's a, he was a forward. He still listed as a forward. He's playing right back uh, for uh, Real Salt Lake. How weird would it be to have the last name Lennon in the Liverpool? Yeah. Think about <laughs> it, man. Think about it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, he flamed out there. Okay. Naturally. Rejected. <laughs> Naturally. You'll know um, And then uh, Danilo Acosto, who is uh, a midfielder by trade, he's playing uh, left back for uh, RSL. And part of it is because they the, – this team has been in transition for a long time. They have I transitioned a couple of different managers. Like the last four years. Yeah, they, yeah. they fired Pecky. They, right. they, they've, they've done a bunch of they've done a bunch of things. Um, I don't think this team actually knows what they're trying to do. Um, they're just, they're, 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 they have a lot of young, good talent. They just don't know where to play them. Um, so, team with a lot of talent without a plan, kind of listless, terrible defense. Doesn't sound familiar. Has terrible, terrible. No, 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 what? no, 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 no. I know, you guys, I, I know where you guys are going. Um, has good young talent. 
Oh. That's the difference there. Yeah. Both both Brooks Leonard and Daniela Acosta (laughs) are like 23 years old. Um, Our good talent is like 28. Yeah. Yeah, and then and we're playing and, yeah. thirty four and thirty three year olds yeah, in the got, fucking midfield. Got Ibsen out there. So we have a, we have a we have a guy playing midfield, um, consistently ninety minutes every game, who is like a year younger than I am, and that's a fucking travesty. That's not, yeah, that's not a good sign. <laughs> so, all right, so so we talk about who sucks. Um, how should United play? Uh, we also like to get a win, Luke. How should we play them to get a win? What are, what are your thoughts? Extremely aggressively. That's basically it. Punch uh, the kids in the face. Yeah, they're, they're, abs- they're absolutely horseshit. Kick them in the balls. Uh, punch them in the face. Uh, they, like us, have only won a single game on the road this season. Um, they give up. They, they're very leaky in the back, as we've been discussing here. I just punch them in the mouth and keep punching. Punch, punch, let's, punch. Let's, yeah, and we punch, got all this new offensive firepower. I don't know if they'll be ready to get on the field by that point. Probably not. But let's let's see what we can do here. Let's just... just uh, Bang as many goals in as we can and see what happens. Yep. Bridget, what do you got? Yeah, I would say if they stick with three five two. I know RSL's been playing mostly with uh, the four one three four two three one. Um, do you think we'll stick the with same. the three five two with that? I I mean I can only hope, but I feel like there's a good chance we just revert back because yeah. I think I, I, I think there's a better chance we revert back once uh, once we got Rubaro, Rubario, and Rodriguez. Rubara and Rodriguez. So R Rubara and, and Rodriguez. There you go. I think it would be make more sense once like we get those guys up to speed. But I'm pretty sure like we won't have them up to speed. No, yeah. so I, I know it would be it would be a good night to trot them out. But, but so yeah, so yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming we're gonna. We're going to stick with what worked last time at home, which was Ramirez, Quintero up top. Have Quintero pushing. Um, if Ramirez is doing the hold that plays, we might be okay against their 4 3 one Yeah. Got it. You know, we talked about this uh, before, like what, you know, what could redeem uh, Heath. Uh, and, like, being amenable to different types of formations. And, he actually has done that, and like, ah, fuck, I don't want to get on that. <laughs> in a uh, fucking bandwagon because God knows I've been driving that fucking train for the Heath Out train for a long time. Um, but I agree with you guys. I think, you know, I really think uh, we need to keep doing what has worked well at home, um, yeah. especially, uh, you know, we have Gomez and Ibarra definitely can play those wing back roles very, very effectively. Yeah. Um, I. I think we can definitely attack their uh, Brooks, and, uh, Lennon, and Acosta. Um, and they're both young. They're both obviously very susceptible. Um, the, uh, the central defenders of Russell Lake are not good, and especially not good on the road. So I think we definitely, you know, I kind of feel like the attacking for this one should be a little bit of both of what, you know, me and Martin have been talking about, which is attacking towards the middle, like, Cutting yes. in with Quintero and all, but also, you know, attacking from the sides with some crosses in because I think actually this is a team that we can actually win crosses against. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. Against maybe versus yeah. you know versus most teams. versus the rest of MLS, the most of MLS, which we can't. <laughs> yeah. Like Ramirez, um, Ramirez can win uh, crosses against the center backs uh, from Real Salt Lake. So all right, so who 
Who's going to win? We have to. And we have to. I, I don't know. The scoreline's going to be, I think, maybe a 2-1 uh, is a possible outcome here. Um, but if honestly, if we do not put a boot on the throat and just press down, um, there's really there's no hope for this team in its current <laughs> incarnation if that's the case. All right. um, and if yeah. we if we get beat, I, I I can live with maybe like a two two draw or something like that if it's if it's kind of a moral draw. But if we fucking get beat by these absolute dogs in our house, um, I, it's it's pitchforks and torches time. I mean, it has been for a while. This is like people need. That's like, gonna be the the final shot yeah. for the morale. Right? Yeah, I think it's it's gonna be an absolute backbreaker if we don't uh, make, a, make a good show. Of this. Okay. All right. So so we so we we have to we have to is, yeah. the, is your answer. Do or die, Bridget. What do you got for who's gonna yeah. win? I think as long as we can score first, we have a decent shot at winning it. But as we've seen, if we give one up early, it's pretty much over. <sighs> so if we can at least get one first, it doesn't even have to be early. If we can fight it out 0-0 zero, zero to the second half, fine. But one goal, we'll do it. Um, but yeah, it is it is going to be a close one. I'm going to go with like 2-1 there. Right. Fucking Christ, 3-2. Just okay. put your fucking thing <laughs> put your foot down. 3-2, motherfuckers. Alright, um, <laughs> World Cup Fever. We got World Cup Fever. Yeah. You, got, you got World Cup Fever. What do you want to talk about World Cup Fever? Well, Luke and I will jump in. You do your World Cup Fever. Uh, World Cup <laughs> Fever. We got World Cup Fever. World Cup Fever. We're going to have dueling World Cup Fever jingles. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Now it's done. Yeah, it's over. Uh, Bridget, you got, World, you got World Cup Fever. We got, World, we got some World yeah. Cup Fever to uh, contribute <laughs> as well. Can we talk about Neymar's diving for a second? Ooh. Because everyone I work with who does not follow soccer, uh-huh. I'm trying to get my Fox Sports app to work today, and it doesn't work, and they all just say, I can tell you right now, somebody's flopping, someone's faking an injury. Oh, 30 seconds later, someone's faking an injury. Did you get it working yet? Because you know someone's faking an injury. And even yep. South right, American KFC made a commercial about a Neymar-like figure rolling <laughs> into the store. Stop for a second. This is where to go back in reverse. World Cup Redline. <laughs> what? World Cup Redline. That's fine. Yeah. World Cup Redline. I got some. I got Redline. some rants. Redline. I got some rants. Redline. Redline. Got some rants. Redline. 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 All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on, one more jingle. Roxanne, you're going to the red line. Okay. Uh, right. we'll yeah, yeah Neymar. Neymar, Neymar, Rose Brown. All right, anything else? That's, I mean, uh, that's been my big thing lately. I'm just tired of hearing about it from people who are like, yeah, my oh, whole, are you going to a soccer game? Who's going to roll on the ground today? Yeah, my whole Facebook feed is just like just shots I went to high school with. Like, hey, what's with all these girly soccer players rolling around anytime something They're like all crying all the time. They're all crying all the time. And it's always Neymar. That, oh. That's who they're talking yep. about. Every single time. <laughs> so, I fucking because there Neymar. are literally a hundred other guys playing in this tournament. It's crazy right how that works. My favorite thing about uh, the World Cup uh, is also Neymar rolling around because I fucking love it. It's like... <laughs> Embrace, it really embrace, embrace it, man. He's, embrace he's a it. heel. Um, 
there's a couple other things. One is like how many uh, uh like people commenting to me because they know I'm a soccer fan or they are not also soccer fans. Like how attractive soccer men are. Oh I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah, yeah they're everybody horny. Let's be honest. They're very attractive. <laughs> Like soccer players are generally very attractive people because they run around a bunch. And they're like, oh, yeah, but, like, like, do, like, good friends I know, like, it's, it's very attractive. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Um, the other one is, like, people, like, women especially tell me how attractive Harry Kane is. Harry Kane is not fucking attractive. Yeah, Harry Kane is a fucking troglodyte. Um, sorry, every sports fan and every English fan. Yeah. Harry Kane is a fucking troglodyte. <laughs> not an attractive man. I'm sorry, Who's I don't get it. For Harry Kane? A lot of people. In a world where we have Olivia Giroud? In a world where we have, uh, you know, we have fucking Edison Cavani? Yeah. In a world where we have, uh, you know, every, every fucking Iranian or yeah. Moroccan soccer player? People want to fuck Harry Kane? I don't get it. Why? Who the fuck wants yeah. to fuck Harry Kane? Yeah. Well, I know there's this four-star <laughs> meal here, but there's always Taco Bell, and I'm just going to go get a Chalupa right now. Chalupa named Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah. And, which you know what I, I I love that people are like, especially guys are like, yeah, like oh, some very attractive dudes. Like guys, I know are very 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 straight. They're like, oh, these soccer players are very attractive. Like, yes, thank you, God. It's not hard. Like it's just very easy for you to embrace this and whatever, and just enjoy these very attractive men running around doing things. Um, do you don't have to objectif- objectify them like you do the women. Like it's you can enjoy them being, you know, attractive guys running around playing soccer. Exactly. But yeah, but yeah, like every four years we get the, you know, get oh it's that, that exotic Moroccan or Portuguese World or whatever. Cup thirst, baby. Or yeah. Oh yeah, but then I had somebody come up and apologize. Well, say he was sorry for me that I was a Liverpool fan because Henderson missed his PK. Oh, that's just par for the course. And, Fuck that guy. Well, exactly. I was like, was he, he, I knew I was exactly. Like, how about all the other Liverpool guys who have done really well in this tournament? Yeah. Are you going to come tell me you feel sorry for us because of Henderson? We knew exactly what was coming. I was <laughs> I was watching that match with uh, Steve Lilly, who's a English guy. Yes. Um, a big Minnesota United fan. He was an English fan. And I was, honestly, to be fair, I was cheering for Columbia during that match because I needed Columbia to win <laughs> to, to make some money. And some entertainment purposes, if you will. Yeah. Um, and so as soon as, as soon as Henderson walked up, I was like, he's, he's shanking it. <laughs> yep. And of course he fucking did. Because I know, I know my team. I know my team. Yeah. I know Liverpool. I know Anderson. He's going to change that fucking oh, shit. Yeah. Of course he's going to. Oh, yeah. Alexander Arnold, he would have put that shit in the top shelf and he'd be yes. really fucking cool about it. But of course, uh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Anderson would uh, shake that shit. Okay. We're getting into the very, very late parts of the game. Um, let's go through picture to happen. Well, we're, not, we're actually going to skip that part because Martin's not here. So. Let's go into picks for this week, upcoming, starting tomorrow. There's two games tomorrow, NYCFC in Montreal and Chicago versus Philadelphia. Um, who do you have, Luke? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think NYCFC is going to deliver a little uh, road curb stomping on Montreal 3-1. Perfect. Bridget? I'm going to agree with you there. Uh, Montreal is definitely not going to do very well against New York City. Cool. I have a two-one win for uh, NYCFC as well. Um, Chicago versus Philadelphia. 
Uh, I'm calling a two-two draw. Fuck me too. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to get interested in that one, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Saturday, NYCFC hosts Columbus. I got a one-one draw. What do you guys got? I was going draw on that one as well. Yeah. Uh, I think I think they're going to have a hot streak. I think it's going to be NYCFC two-one. Cool. Uh, Red Bulls just lost to NYCFC in the yeah. Hudson Derby uh, last weekend. Uh, I think they beat uh, Sporting Kansas City two one at home. Did anybody uh, yeah. throw any sandwich boards at anybody at this one, or are they are they kind of done acting like that? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> From what I heard, I literally do not care. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Who do you got? Uh, uh, I'm I'm calling a two two draw. I'm gonna go two one Red Bulls. Yeah. Uh, two one. Uh, okay. I have a Galaxy losing to New England Revolution two one. In New England uh, for the next game. What do you guys got? Uh, flip that one. I think uh, New England's going to go down at home 1-2. Uh, you know the Galaxy suck, right? Well, I know it suck. The Revolution yeah. are actually kind of good now. Yeah, sure. but I, yeah. I have my I have my prejudices. So okay. Just, you know, sure. just, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to go 2-1 because Latan scored last time, so he's not going to score. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, Montreal hosts San Jose. Uh, I think Montreal, which is still my pick for like a if an MLS club is going to do the uh, the Heaven's Gate mass suicide where they all um, put on matching white Nikes and drink poison Mountain Dew, I think Montreal might be the club to do that. <laughs> but I think you're not going to do that this week because I think they're going to beat San Jose two to two to zero. Oh, okay, Bridget. I'm going to go one zero Montreal. I got a three nothing Montreal win. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, uh, DC, DC United. Host Vancouver. Uh, what do you got? Zero, um, zero, one to the to the visitors. Right. Yeah, because even if is Rooney even playing? Yeah, not yet. No. Oh God. So oh. I mean, I does, mean, does yeah. wait? Hold on. Doesn't matter. I no, don't think but so. I, I feel like he would pull one out at uh, the beginning just for them. You're to pulling go, out. Hey. You're pulling out because <laughs> he's fucking. He's fucking a prostitute. <laughs> what? Uh, that, yeah. That's not his wife. <laughs> All right, I got, I got you. Oh, <laughs> why? All of a sudden, he's got an Australian accent. Oh, here's a ring a ding a for you. Oh, I'm white now, Rooney out. I'm going to pull where I am, eh? mate. How you like that, Molly Wallace? All right, I got you to Vancouver as well. Uh, all right, Orlando City hosts Toronto FC. Luke, uh, got I, 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 just like the Washington Generals, I think Toronto FC is due to get out of the slump at some point. Uh, I think they're going to beat Orlando City uh, by three, three to one. Okay. I was going to go two one on Toronto. All right, I got three two for Toronto, so we're very much in line. I think apparently we all think alike. Yeah. Uh, we're all yeah. slightly uh, drunks. We're all waiting for that. Right, so, uh, to come over <laughs> So I have, a, I have a three two uh, Minnesota United being Real Salt Lake. You had two one. Two one. You had two one. Two one. All right. So we all think Minnesota United is going to win. So there you go. Uh, FC Dallas hosts Chicago. Uh, yeah. Three one. I'm calling it three one. To the for to, Dallas to the burn. Yep. Yeah. The burn. Yeah. Yep. All right. Two nothing for the two nothing to the burn. Uh, Dynamo versus uh, Rapids uh, in Colorado. What do you got? Ugh. Um, I'm actually, I think uh, Dynamo might pull one off on the road, so I'm going to call it a 2 1 uh, to the Dynamo on this. All right. Bridget? I'm going to go 1 0 Dynamo. I got 3 1 Dynamo. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking Colorado. Who has no Colorado? Colorado has terrible fucking soccer team. A terrible fucking soccer team. They're All really right. bad. Uh, LA United hosts the Seattle Sounders. Uh, what do you got, Luke? Uh, I'm predicting a United victory. Uh, I think it's going to be three to one. I think they're looking to make a statement. They're, okay, they're always looking to make a statement. So never not making a statement. <laughs> I'm gonna say four to two. Woo! All right, I got United winning. Atlanta winning four to one. Why not? Guys, we're just we're all picking the same fucking <laughs> same fucking teams. All right. Uh, it's unlike Martin and I, where I keep wearing always. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right, LFC hosts Portland. Uh, LFC is wins three one in my estimation. What do you got? Two two draw. Oh, whoa, okay. There you go. Woo! Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, so Bridget, what do you got? Crazy. I'm gonna go Portland three one. That is exactly what I said. Oh, the exact opposite, though. Perfect. Opposite. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Very good. All right, we have some questions. Uh, we don't have a ton of questions. We have some questions. Um, so the Cribs, Andy asks. Uh, Andy is he is. Oh, this he, is this, this is Mark's Ma- yeah. This is Mag's Mag's yeah. husband. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hi, Andy here. Mag's has the week off. Pod what? Question. So like she doesn't have. She's taking a week off from listening to our pod. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> Margaret. I feel betrayed. I know, Mark. Come on, Mags. Come Mags. On, Mags. Mags, come on. Come um, on, Maggie. <laughs> so his question, his question is, I think, just listen to an interview with Rory Fallon, dude from New Zealand who played in England. He says, it's vital to have characters on your squad to pick you up. Do the Loons have any goofballs? Past goofballs. God knows MNUFC could use about one meow. Or use one about meow. XOXO. Oh, thanks for the hugs and kisses, uh, Andy, and or Mags. Yes. I'm guessing Mags. Yeah. I think we helped write that one. Yeah. Uh, we love you, Mags. Uh, Andy. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so, do the loons have goofballs? Zero. Yeah, I'm going I'm I'm to shoot yeah. this one to uh, Bridget first. Yeah, Bridget know. actually, yeah. you know, she actually knows. She things. actually is the <laughs> she is a correspondent. She works for MLS Female, so she's in the the press box. She goes down and interviews the players and all that stuff. Yeah. So. Is there a goofball uh, in the uh, in the menu? They all, I mean, they all have a really good sense of humor, especially after a win. So it's kind of hard to say which one <laughs> is like the standard goofball down there. Um, now Matt Lampson seems to be one of the. He's always there to kind of pick them up, no matter mm. how the game goes. He always has jokes in the locker room afterwards. So, but okay. they all have kind of quirky personalities. So. Entertaining. It seems like Quintero is kind of a a weirdo. A little bit, yeah. Goofball weirdo kind I like of guy. It. Good. I don't know. It's just, that's just my from my well, got, not knowing him personally at all or have any interactions. We we know Jerome knows how to. Go oh, Jerry. Jerome, so. Yeah, yeah. Jerry know. can Jerry can get weird. I think. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. That little yeah, Jerry can get weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Swiss and the French and the oh yeah yeah, yeah everything yeah there. it gets, um, gets all. I feel like uh, Alboja last year was probably the guy who was like, he would go to like weird That's, fucking, you go to like those go. metal concerts. Oh, yeah. That, 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 <laughs> I, I love that guy. <laughs> Damn it. Instagram was yeah. fantastic. And, yes. I mean, if there's anybody like that on the team right now where it's like, oh, that's a really cool, interesting dude. What's the vibe? Yeah. I don't and, know. And plus, do people, do people feel constrained from talking shit about me because it's, it's on the squad? Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? It's possible. I don't know. I don't know who, who. I mean, who? Who would you want to be 
So let's, let's let's turn Andy's question around for a sec. Who would you want to be the Loon's goofball? The the guy who like not necessarily the goofball, but like the guy who like gets it, you know, gets the team going and moving around and all that. I think Ibsen's too much of a real weirdo. Oh, dude, Ibsen, no. Yeah, it's not going to be Ibsen. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't know. We got this weird I kind of. I kind of want it to be Rasmus Schuler. Oh, I was thinking that okay. too. And I kind of the, yeah. the quiet guy. Low yeah. key Scandinavian weird ball. Very low yeah. key. Yeah, Scandinavian weird ball. I mean, have you met how many Scandinavians? You've, I've met a lot of Scandinavians over the course of the last like you know month and a half when I was yeah. in high school oh, or whatever. Yeah. And there's a fucking shit ton of Scandinavian. They're fucking weird. Yeah, they're all. And they're, all, they're also yeah. like yeah. all down to party. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so I kind of feel like Rats for sure. Oh, yeah, for I sure. the guy, yep. you know, he's yep. like, he gets you in the, into the party, yep. and then he just puts on that fucking weird trance music, and you're like, all right, let's, all right. let's fucking go. Yeah. It's on. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Wes asks, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Tootsie Pop? Um, this is a very political and uh, uh, fitness question. Yeah, is this kind of like a weird, like, <laughs> Feels, well, I, I mean, all I know from the ad growing up is kid a one, a two, <laughs> and then and then like the owl just like loses his shit and just just gobbles the damn tootsie roll, the tootsie pop. So I don't you know how many it actually is out. though. Well, no, it's three. It's three. One, two, three. Okay. Oh, I thought uh, he, I thought he went nuts after two. Man. Huh. I'm, I'm sundowning. I'm already sundowning here at 11 p.m. All right, uh, Jeff. Got a little yerba mate in me. All right, Jeff Ruder asks, uh, "What would you say are the pros and cons of teams playing the national anthem before MLS games, especially in regards to a player kneeling as a silent protest despite having unfit knee ligaments?" Okay, so here, here's pros and cons. Here, of that. Well, here's the deal. Uh, step one, Star Spangled Banner absolutely does not slap as a song. It's not a good song. No. No slapitude. We replace it with Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Everybody sings their damn lungs out. You can't you can't sit down through that song. And I, honestly, like, what song expresses America 2018 more than, like, Don't Stop Believing? Uh, maybe Eye of the Tiger. Um... Um, Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody sings along with that. I would, I would, I would argue, I would, I would proffer, uh, because I really don't like uh, Don't Stop Leaving, uh, Undone, the sweater either. song by Weezer. There you go. Okay, sure. Okay, <laughs> fine. Saying, yeah. Undone, the sweater song by Weezer, in lieu of the, uh, <laughs> in lieu of the, uh, Works for me. Single yeah. Banner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Jeff, uh, I 100% believe we should not be singing national anthems before any professional sports games that are, don't involve national teams because why the fuck would we be doing that? Yes. Most of the players on those national te- on those teams are not of that same nationality. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, I, th- I mean, yep. we're really the only country that does this. We are. No, I we guess. are literally the only country Although, that does here, this. Here's a freaky fact. In India, they played the national anthem before movies. I'd like, much rather play before a fucking movie than uh, before sports games. Yeah. I, I don't know. You Give me a slappier anthem and I'll think about it. Um, it's the Indian. The Star Gangled Yonner. I guess hard we could, pass. I guess you could ask. Hard pass. I guess you could ask Notchkid if, uh, if the uh, Indian national anthem is like 
Spanky. Yeah, does, yeah, does it slap? Is it, I mean, is it a good slap? Line, right? is it a <laughs> slap of the bass, or right. you know? So like, so country to good national uh, French national anthem is pretty good. And hate to say it, but if you pull up the old Soviet Union anthem, fucking slaps, guys. That's all I can say. Not, I, I'm not advocating anything else with that, but they, yeah, you you feel like just rolling some tank. Music. You feel like rolling some tank division service from Germany. That's all I can tell um, you. Did that actually answer his question, which is what? <laughs> Would you say are the pros and cons of teams playing the national anthem uh, before MLS games, especially in regards to a player kneeling as a silent protest despite having unfit knee ligaments? Well, it's all cons, I think. Yeah. 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 Is there a pro? No. Not, like I said, you give me a better anthem, I'll think about it. But right now, there's, there's no option. So a pro would be, you know, slap in the bass. Yeah. It's the theme from Seinfeld. <laughs> Slap in the base, and we got we got some we got we got some thoughts there about uh, pros. So everything else is a con. All right, you good to know. Je- thanks, Jeff Reuter, um, a guy that I do not know. Thanks for asking a question on a stupid podcast. Um, uh, Jim Oliver uh, at New School asks us, which is a better website to justify your hashtag somebody out on the second day of a thirty day transfer window? Transfer marked. FIFA Oot or Reddit? I'm going to just go ahead and say Reddit. It's got to be Reddit. It's, it's the, always yeah, Reddit. It's only. Just, yeah, <laughs> just the absolute cesspool of the internet. It's, yes, it's, yeah. It's Come right. on. Uh, I, 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 will, I pointed this out to uh, Martin last week is that I I logged back into Reddit after the, the, the Pride. <laughs> well, after the Pride. Oh, oh, because oh. I wanted to make sure that yeah. my friend wasn't getting dragged. Yes. And I yeah. want to make sure that people were be not being dickheads. It and, I was, and, and and I forgot to delete Reddit from my phone <laughs> after, <laughs> after I figured out that my friend wasn't getting dragged and people weren't being dickheads. And so, yeah, so there's that. Uh, final question from uh, John Rick. What is the plural of Ibarra? Um, I have a story about this, yes. actually. So when I was in high school, my senior high school, I took uh, Latin. So I had taken the priesthood. Yeah, I, t- I had taken yeah, yeah. seven years of German ahead of this. Okay, I had taken the German IB test, tested out a German. Wow. Um, so I spoke a lot of uh, German. Mostly, I wanted to take a class I could dick around in. And my uh, history te- professor, teacher at uh, at Central, took he taught Latin. Sure. So I was like, cool, like I'll take Latin. And then I was also like his TA for one for like a history class. So I was like, I spent three hours in his classroom. Mostly, it was like I, you know, I was like my senior year. I didn't really care. He was just like, "Oh yeah, for whatever." Like, just come and pretend to take this class. And so me and me and a couple other wrestlers uh, took this class. We sat next to these three very attractive freshmen uh, who were like, "We're taking oh, Latin." You creep. As, as freshmen. <laughs> um, no, but it wasn't because of them. It was just like we we took this class. And we right. sat next to these. vodka orange shoes to, to class. Oh, and yeah, she, ended, she, she ended up like leaving a high school and then going to the alternative <laughs> high school. And then, <laughs> and I met her later and she was like in like a PhD program. She like, she well, got her shit together. It was I, amazing. However, that's not part of the story. Haven't they done studies that you actually learn foreign languages more easily if you, if you're got a little bit of alcohol? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, listen, sometimes I drink some yeah. of her, some her vodka well, orange well, yeah, shoes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, long story Long story short, just to this question about like the multiple Ibarra, is that um, we were like in class. Uh, it's like this is like nine o'clock in the morning. 
uh, from the class. We were doing like, you know, conjugations and things like that. And so I was like, oh, Lexus, you know, whatever. I was like, I wonder what the uh, plural of Lexus is. It's called the Lexus dealer. And so I literally pulled up my cell phone, called the Lexus dealer. Wow. My, 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 me, my buddy, and then my freshman uh, colleagues who did not have cell phones. I had a cell phone in, as a senior in high school. Yeah, nice. This is 1999. Yeah, baby. Um, I had a, you know, a flip phone, called call the Lexus dealership, and I'm like, okay, um, if I want to buy a Lexus, that would be, you know, how much is that? And I'm like, how much if I want to buy two Lexuses? Like, I don't know. I was like, what, but what would you, was, is it Lexuses or Lexi? What would you call that? <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, well, what you, if I want to buy two cars of Lexus make, what would you call that? And they're like, and it, I spent about 10 minutes on the phone with them in the middle of class. Quality learning experience. <laughs> okay. So, so, I mean, did you get a chance? Long story short, no, no, it's just, apparently it's Lexuses. Lexuses. I found that out from the actual Lexus. Okay, yeah, Lexus, so uh, so the answer here is Ibarasis. Yeah, Ibarasis is the okay. bar. Yeah, or yeah, actually, maybe Ibarra is already. I think Ibarra, but the A E. Yeah, like Ibarra. A, a yeah. singular yeah. Ibar is an Ibarra. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Fair enough. That, there we go. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I did two semesters of Latin in college. I never, I never got to the Lexus portion. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, get the bar where you where you call Lexus dealerships and ask them uh, how to define multiple Lexus cars. Weird. You clearly not get a clear, uh, good no. uh, Latin. All right, is it, is it time, time to crank up a little back and turn her over? Time to crank up that BTO. Start listening. Um, uh, you can always find us at thedavesiknow.com. Uh, email us questions at thedavesiknow. MN at gmail.com. You can find Luke at at born with a tail underscore. You can find Bridget at BC McDowell. Also plug MLS Female. And follow MLS Female on Twitter at MLS Female. Bridget writes a lot of stuff. She does the recaps for the Minnesota United every week. Uh, it's yep. very good stuff. Uh, please follow them. Follow uh, Luke. Maybe, I don't Maybe. know, whatever. Yeah, take that with a grain <laughs> When he decides to run for a judgeship, then you can follow him. Um, <laughs> uh, you follow uh, us generally at TDIKMN. You follow uh, Martin at Regular David, uh, which is, again, a terrible, terrible username. Uh, you follow me at Texas Zeller. Uh, this is the Daves You Know. We are the Daves You Know. As you do yours, land here, become fecund. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Who the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we do our thing, son. Y'all ain't loving it all. Y'all know we can't be loving it all.